now listening to Chris Thursday. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones they fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another session of Chrispiracy. I am your host, the one and only Chris X Matt. And there's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me, that is I. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode where we continue to break the matrix. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you're right here listening to me. You're right here on the Chrispiracy Pod tapping in. So if you have work listening, shout out to you. If you driving to work shout out to you if you're working out in the gym listening to this shout out to you if you at work i think i already said that wherever you're at shout out to you for listening and, and tapping in uh do your boy a favor and go on apple podcast leave a review i don't care if it's a negative review a positive review i don't care if you leave me one stars two stars three stars four stars five stars whatever you your heart desires you can critique the show you can give me my props or whatever just show me some engagement please because negative and positive it's all you know the numbers add up the reviews add up i don't care as long as you're tapping in i'm with it and so shout out to everyone that's been listening every week shout out to everyone that's been tapping in on fridays now too because i do drop fridays now so we drop wednesdays i drop with the guests i have guests on wednesdays as me and the guests and then fridays as me and the good brothers which consists of me dennis and uh tony so I'm trying to I'm trying to just figure out how to give you guys more content. I do want to give you guys a different uh a different type of show, but also kind of keep it conspiracy based. So I'm just trying to try and figure it out. You know, I'm, I want to make it worth it for you guys. And the Overly Blunt podcast will be coming back shortly. Um, it was supposed to drop soon, but I think I might end up pushing it back just because of the little technical difficulties. And I'm still getting things in in order because um, why not just get it perfect the way I not perfect, but just perfect to me enough for me to release it to you guys and you guys can enjoy it and digest it how you want to digest it so that will be back shortly um so yeah thank you for listening thank you for being here thank you for the the love of you listening every week shout out to you like for real for real because it would not be possible i wouldn't be doing it actually i would be doing it even if no one no one was listening because i love the podcast and that just it's just what i want to do i want to talk for a living so hopefully y'all can help me manifest this reality you know so today we are joined with another guest and this one's you know I'm pretty excited about this episode because I've I've seen her account um on Twitter a lot whether it be retweeted from different people um and um you know she's one of the she's like a light I would say she's a light worker as well um it don't matter when you wake up really it don't matter when you start spreading the word the truth whatever you think the truth is I just appreciate good, good hearted people and people that really just care about humanity and everyone else. And just because other people don't think like you doesn't mean we have to hate them. So I do appreciate people that uh, that just um, that uh, that just want to create their own inner matrix and worrying about their world and not trying to live in fear. So I appreciate everyone that's that's contributing to to that, to helping people just break out of this illusion that we're in, of this fear that they're in. So today on the show, I'm joined by the lovely diana also known as phoenix rising how you doing today good how are you doing chris i'm great and i'm so glad to be uh talking to you today thank you for asking me on really appreciate it well yeah i heard you on uh conrad's 
shout out to Conrad. I had I heard you on Conrad's show, and I really enjoyed the episode because I didn't know how the voice sounded behind the account. So I'm very you know, <laughs> I let me let me go see who this Phoenix Rising is. And I when I heard you uh, talk and, and on the podcast, I was kind of like, oh wow, like she's really, I liked your story and I liked the way you um, the way you came, you're coming to conclusion of what this all is and not living in fear and trying to just spread positivity amongst people. So. Um, I, I liked it. I, that was probably one of my favorite Conrad episodes. Um, cause I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I don't listen every week to everybody's podcast, but I do catch the ones that interest me. So I definitely tapped into that one and I enjoyed it. And then, um, I think I just reached out to you. You had reached out to me on Twitter and then I reached back out saying that I really enjoyed that conversation. And then you asked, I asked, then we're here now. I asked you to be on the show and you're here now. So I'm excited to get into your story and maybe, you know, go a different direction than the other pod you've been on yeah yeah we're here now now the only moment that exists <laughs> exactly right so how did you yep. so when did your twitter journey begin when did you become phoenix rising um i, I honestly i hadn't been on twitter prior to the pandemic oh wow um, i really wasn't on social media like i, I kind of said like my life was so not matrixy you know, I've been self-employed since I was 23. I don't watch TV. I don't watch, I very, very infrequently watch movies. Like I just, I, I, I help my brother raise his three kids. So right. that takes a lot of time. We're going to, you know, they have all in athletic endeavors. I spend time, I play hockey, I play golf, I'm outside, I bike, you know? So, I mean, I, I wasn't really aware well, I shouldn't say aware because I mean I'm I'm always aware of what's going on, you know. But I just didn't put much energy into it, you know. I mean, yeah. from a young age, I've always thought things in this world didn't make sense, right? You know, um, you know, I remember back in college writing a paper when I was at I went to the University of Colorado Boulder, you know, and I wrote a paper on why drugs should be legalized. On why what? Know? I'm sorry. Why, why drugs should be legalized? Okay. All drugs, mm -hmm. you know. And that was back when I was 20, 20 years old, you know. So I, I've just always had a different, I've always had a different opinion of what, what the world should look like and what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, well, congrats on your podcast. We'll get into, we'll get into, uh, your newly started podcast, but I was listening to it and you did mention that, that you were always someone that questioned everything. You always kind of, <laughs> you were never in the matrix, so to say, because you would never watch tv you would you would always be doing you and creating your own little world obviously you know taking care of your 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 brother's kids as well so i can see you not getting um invested into what's going on in the world but there was also a part where you said that you got into the conspiracies or you started getting into the media uh last year i think you said yeah yep yeah, when you know i was I, I started following it you know prior to I, i'm i'm basically a political atheist because i mean again too like i just don't think I've ever seen anything that the government's done for the people that's really been a productive, mm -hmm. you know, meaningful change, you know, but I mean, we also, that, that is the system we're in, you know, right. so I would follow, you know, who, who was going into the presidency, you know, I think in, you know, Hillary Trump, I didn't vote, you know, I was following Bernie Sanders because I, I, I felt like he had some authenticity and integrity. So mm -hmm. I started, you know, there was a time there where I was kind of watching, watching stuff. And then obviously when the, the pandemic hit, you know, I started, I, I, I was paying attention. Yeah, when this pandemic hit, um, 
kind of force people to pay attention. Were you also were you scared at first when the pandemic hit or you kind of were already nah this is bullshit? No, I was I was scared. Okay. Um because I was watching I was watching the videos coming out of China and out of Italy. And my parents are 80, you know. Um I have, you know, people in my family like I said that have pre-existing health conditions. So yeah, there is fear, you know, but I, I was prepared. You know, I mean, I'm like, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to take this on, but we're going to do what we're, we have to do. Yeah. You know, so when it first hit, like I, I've been working really hard for the last, since I got sober in, in, in 2010, I've been working really hard, you know? So at first I was like, yeah, let's, let's stay at home. We'll, we'll, we'll do this for two weeks, you know, and kind of like in the beginning, it was all fun and games, but that's when I started like looking into stuff and nothing was making sense. Right. Nothing was yeah. making sense. Cause I was following, I was following the the QAnon narrative pretty heavy, you know, around this time. So my, I was, I, I believed that oh, we're getting shut down because they're gonna lock up the elites, and they're going after Ellen and Oprah, and you know, martial law's gonna happen so they can go arrest these people, and then everything goes back to normal. I, I was, I was definitely down that rabbit hole. I, I, I believe that, and then it gets to a point where, yeah, you start realizing, oh, it's. It's not, it's not none of that. It's all just to keep us distracted. And, and what's really just happening is just control. They're just controlling us and seeing how far we comply to things. And we're a year and a half into this. And I mean, the agenda's continuing. <laughs> like we haven't stopped nothing really. Well, yes. And yes. And no, I didn't really follow Quinn Like there was a while there that I started, you know, getting, I, I read some of his stuff, you yeah, know, his, yeah. whatever. You know, because I went down some of the rabbit holes too, you know, about, you know, I mean, 9-11, let's start there. Okay. You know, like I, 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 for a long time, have not believed the official story, right. you know. Um, you know, MH3 said, like a lot of things I didn't never believe the official story. But at the end of the day, it's like, what can I do? You know, it is what it is, right. you know. Mm -hmm. um, this one got me really fired up because now it's affecting, is affecting my family, my friends, you know. This one was, was a little bit different. But I'm coming at it from a different angle at this point, and I think you've seen that on, on Twitter. Yes. I don't I don't think it's all about control. I don't think that's where we're headed. I think this is a version of, you know, I was just listening to a, a guy on on uh, YouTube about, about going through the Navy SEAL training, right? Mm -hmm. And like how you push yourself to the absolute limits, you know, and then you come out of it the other side. I see this as them intentionally waking us up at this point. You know, mm. I think I think there was a reason for what happened last March and April, you know, April, May, June. Um, and I don't it was it was not a respiratory virus, you know, but they had to sell everybody. I mean, again, too, like when you're trying to wake up a human collective, mm -hmm. like you, you can't do it overnight. Correct. You, you will be jumping off of bridges. You know, yeah. I mean, there was my, my mind was going crazy because I'm like, what is going on? You know, it, it really is a mental it's a it's a mental toughness. You know, it, it's it's there. We're being we're being tested in a sense. I don't I don't want to say tested, but because what I keep going back to and I've said this before, you know, because when everyone says like the evil elites and the evil, you know, I think I've said this on my Twitter before. I don't see that. Mm -hmm. You know, I see a lot of power hungry people. I see a lot of greedy people. I don't see evil, you know, I just not to say that there's not evil in the world, because of course that there is. But what I see is, is a system that is fundamentally broken. And if we continue on the path that we were on in 2019, 
we're in big trouble. Uh, but I I get that I I agree, but it's just to see. I just don't I don't I just don't know if people if more people are just aware of what's going on but choose to be quiet about it and not and not you know share their views and opinions, or if people just don't care enough to to actually think for themselves, or if people are actually believing believing the propaganda and continuing the I guess the timeline and narrative that the people that are power hungry want us to follow. Like I just I, I don't know. I don't I don't know what's going on and I don't know how people are <laughs> reacting to all these things because I do think that people are complying but also like when I talk to people that I would assume are vaccinated and assume that they're scared of what's going on I'm surprised when that when the responses when they're like, man, I ain't, I ain't taking that shit, and they like the, the they're like the farthest away from a conspiracy theorist or a truther or, or someone that does their own research, but I think everyone's soul is telling them something ain't right, something's fishy. But again, what can we do? And and that's where it comes down to, you know, what can we do as an individual? Like I can't I can't affect the macro myself. Yeah. You know, I can be the change I want to see, and what I'm seeing in my real life now, you know, is like. You know, critical race, again, there's a lot of things that are playing in part here. It's not just the pandemic, you know. Yes. There's also, like, the whole thing with critical race theory. Yes. And the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. You know, and all this stuff that, that that's heating up, right? It's just, it's it's on fire, right? Yeah. But we have critical race theory, and I think I mentioned this, you know, in in um my, my niece who's at a Catholic high school. You know, they're writing a paper on their white privilege, <laughs> you know. And that's at a Catholic high school. That's liberal, but it's still a Catholic high school, right? right? So, I mean, you have people out there that that sincerely believe in this. I I don't. You know, I think, um, I think it's content of character, not color of skin. You yeah. know, I I I am a property manager for many low income rentals. You know, so I'm I'm very familiar with with um, some of that demographic. You know, and we have conversations about it because for me, like I. I've always said that the only perspective in life that I can understand is the one that comes from inside of me. Correct. Right. So, so, so the information that I bring into my head is how I change my perspective. Right. So like when we talk about, you know, and, and, and Minnesota has been kind of a, um, a hot spot for all right. this, you know, we have Alondo Castile, we've had George Floyd. It's, it, it's, we're a very liberal space in, in Minneapolis. You know, so there's a lot of, I walk around and there's a lot of signs and whatnot, but um, what I'm starting to see now is parents, you know, they're going to school boards, they're standing up, they're saying this, this is not okay, you know, and would have that happened without this? No. I don't think most people were aware that it was even happening. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. You know, you cannot change, like, that's what I'm saying, like, when I was talking, you know, I talk a lot about my recovery journey, you yes. know, and like, when I got sober, before I got sober, I knew I had a problem. Like I wasn't fooling, you know, I was fooling, trying to fool myself, but deep down, I, I knew it was a problem, you know, but, but being aware of it and then actually taking steps to, to, to do something about it are two drastically different things, you know, and, and until this was brought up to our awareness, we weren't going to change. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where did the um I don't know if you want to talk about this, but where did the addiction start? I want to kind of take it back and w- like what made you? Do, were you just always into drinking, or did you just have a rough upbringing that 
you decided to drown yourself in alcohol? No, I mean, for me, it was like, like I said, I, I've had anxiety since I was, I, when I was a young child, I had a lot of existential fears, a lot of existential, like I would try to figure out the meaning of life at seven years old. Really? You know, that's a pretty, oh yeah, it's a pretty deep topic for a seven year old. Uh, when I was two, I walked in, my grandmother had, had passed away and we walked in and found her, you know, so I was two years old, I oh, saw wow. that. So I think that that probably started some stuff. And then my mom started drinking and, and, you know, there was some, some issues in the, in the household, um, you know, good mom, great, great mother, and then drunk mother, you know, so, so I had that, you know, and then as I got older, you know, I, the anxiety would, would present itself. And, you know, I mean, I think it wasn't like I started drinking to become an alcoholic, but it, it worked like it worked for my anxiety, mm. you know? So, I mean, the years that I drank, I mean, I, I started young. We did that back then, you know, everyone yeah, drank. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I had an amazing life, you know, I mean, I, I was drunk a lot, you know, there's a lot of parties going on, but like, you know, I went to school in Colorado. I left Minneapolis and, and went, I was one of the only kids from my high school that went out of state to go to college. Mm. I traveled over to Australia, you know, I spent some time studying over there. Um, you know, I went bungee jumping. I, so like, like my anxiety never fit a box. Mm. If, if that makes sense. Like I would go to therapists and they'd be like, well, I don't know. You know, so I mean, for me, it's just kind of like I think that I was always, I'm always searching. You know, it's curiosity. You right. know, and it's it's this sense of like I want to know, I want to know things, and sometimes you just can't know them. Yeah. You know, so so I, I drank, and and it, like I said, it worked until it didn't work anymore. You know, like I just knew I wasn't living the life that I was supposed to live any longer. Yeah. You know, so it was a point. It was like you either you either quit. Like I knew I knew what. If I continued to drink, I knew what my life would look like. Yeah. You know, that was pretty established. What I didn't know is if I quit, what my life would look like. Mm. You know, so that that's what gave me, you know, because it was it was dark. It was a really dark time in my life. But I just kept thinking, you know, you know what happens if you go back. You don't know what happens if you go forward. So push forward. But you were you never. Know? But you were never depressed while you were drinking. Was it just more like you were just living life, having fun, but just drinking, or you were. I know you said anxiety, but was there ever a point where you just were so in a dark space where you just drowned your sorrows with alcohol or you were just always living, having fun, but just drinking at the same time? You know, I would say drinking for most of the part until it got to a point. Well, and I was in a relationship, too. I was in a relationship with my, my ex-fiance uh -huh. and it wasn't a relationship that that was soul satisfying, you know, so I think mm. that was part of it. He was a great guy. He was a wonderful per person and I loved his family. You know, but but it was like I was denying who I was like, mm. you know, so like I think the drinking got a little bit worse then. And, you know, it just it got to a point where it just wasn't it. it but again, too, like I said, like I don't I'm a very I'm a very competitive person. I'm very, you know, um, I'm hard on myself, you know, and I mean, it was it was an epic struggle, you know, to get sober. Like it took me a while. To finally get it. But you said since since 2010, so that's already 11 years you've been. Yeah, it's been 11 years. And yeah. no, you said no, you you said no sip of alcohol since then, right? I had one sip by accident about a year ago. Someone handed me a drink at a bar, and I took a sip, and I was like, "What the hell?" You know, but that's it. You know. Damn. Well, congrats. Yeah. That's that's amazing. I, that's that's so good to be 10 years plus sober and and having that uh, the the how do you say it the um. Ah, uh, the discipline. Having the discipline to to commit to it and, and, and acknowledging and being aware that this is not the route that I want to be in. Um, right now you, right now you said that you didn't, 
that you didn't uh you still didn't know who you were when you were with your with your ex fiance. Have you kind of figured out who you who you are? I know you're Diana in this avatar, but do you have you figured out who you really are or or what what you're here to do? Your purpose becoming more clear. <laughs> becoming more clear. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, for me, you know, I mean, it, like I said, you know, I mean, for me, it's been a very I go on like these ten year cycles, right? You know, and um, I got sober. My brother got divorced. You know, and so like ten years I've spent helping him raise his children, which mm -hmm. has been an amazing, gratifying experience. You know, I don't have children of my own, but they're like my children. Um, they're getting older. You know, they're they're one's twenty one, one's eighteen, one's seventeen. You know, they're my my years of spending. You know, every night with them is coming to an end. Yeah. You know. So, so now I have another jumping off point and it's like, okay, now what are you going to do? Mm. You know, and, and like with all this, it's making it more clear that, um, you know, we've got a lot of work to do, you know, I mean, I do think we're going to get through this, you know, we're going to get through this no matter if we're going to get through this. And I mean, I just keep, I just keep coming back to the whole thing of, you know, hermetic laws and, 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 and universal laws. And we're always going to evolve. We're never going to evolve. You know, mm. it doesn't always look pretty. Yeah. You know, but, but we're going to get, and I think it's going to be like, as, as uncomfortable as it's been for us now for a while, you know, the people that see through this and, um, you know, kind of like what's going on versus the people that are just thinking this is about a pandemic and life's going to go back to normal. Like now they're going to be in a shock. Yeah. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Because we are going to get through. I mean, to me, it's just, again, like when I look at what, when I look at the stories that are being built, right. So I just look at the stories, right. And yes, on Twitter, I mean, we know a lot of it's bots. We know a lot of it, right? But like, there is definitely a story being written. Yes. We just have to, you know, like you can look at, you know, and, and people, again, you're going to look at the people that have, have more media presence, right? Um, you know, like I mentioned, Tony Robbins, they're doing an own your life challenge. There's, you know, Candace Owens out there speaking a lot about, about, you know, the black community. Like there's hopeful things being said out there. Right. They're waiting for people to catch up, if that makes sense. In my mind. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't think everyone's supposed to catch up though. I don't think everyone will. I don't yeah. think everyone will. But again, too, it comes down to your journey. But I do believe that a lot of people are going like I in my head, I see the next five years as a time of great change, but good change. You know, I mean, looking at our financial system, our financial system, you know, I, I've looked at, you know, from a very young age, my dad worked at the Federal Reserve, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I, I've always been intrigued by money. Okay. And not that I want more, but just, like, what is this, right? You know, and, and when we look at money and, and how it's created, you know, and what we've done in the past 50 years since we went off the gold standard, mm -hmm. it's been a disaster. It's a disaster. Right. You know? keep getting richer people get like at some point and i think i posted this like why are people so i don't want to say why are they so okay with accepting such a, a low standard yeah you know why do we think like that you're worth you know 15 dollars an hour well not even 15 you know like why are people willing to put up for that that consistently you know it's insane to me it's like you deserve better Yes. But you're not to get better if you don't think you deserve better. Yes. Yes. I agree. But in five years, I would hope, I would love to see uh, a better world. But 
I just don't know. I don't know, Dan. The way like you, you always tweet about how you're surprised how like how much more people are dumber than what you you know thought. And I, but I feel I feel it because it's it's a, it's hard to gauge where we're gonna go because yeah, the more this is playing out, the more I'm realizing people are really are waiting for a savior. They're really waiting for someone to get on TV and tell them what the next move is and dictate their life. And you have all this propaganda, and I don't, I don't, I think in five years we'll still be under a pandemic. You don't think so? You don't think they'll they'll, they'll bring new diseases and new things? Nope. Mm, I would. I, yo, I'm, I. I want to say I hope. I I I. What I see falling first, like like we're gonna see, see what I again. This is what I see, and and call me crazy. Everybody does, but uh, <laughs> what I see is is like again too. I think I think. Quinan, when I go back and I look at it, I mean, again, we have to understand, you know, I mean, we know presidents are, are selected, they're not Correct, elected, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if you look at how this happened, Barack Obama, 2008, right? You know, he comes in and he, he, gets, he gets the left to go left, right? And then we bring in Donald Trump in 2016 and we get, right, so hyper-division, right? Okay, so, so we're at that yes. point, again, I keep going back, but I think there was a reason that this all happened last year, and I think it has to do with the sun, you know, the, the bright, shiny thing in the sky, that there was geoman- um, electromagnetic storms. Okay. You know, if you look up the 1859 Carrington events, if we had a solar flare hit the U.S. or hit the world, the Earth today, we'd be without electricity for 10 years. That would be catastrophic. Right. Catastrophic. You know, we saw how people reacted to not having toilet paper. <laughs> you know, so like, like if, if something were, well, I think that, I think some of that was happening, but you, you have to sell a story to people, right? Right. And that was a story to us. But now, as you see, like the narrative shifting, I mean, what I'm seeing is, is, are there bad people? Are there bad players? Absolutely, 100% there are. You know, um, but I don't think for the most part that people are bad. I do, however, think systems are bad. Correct. You know, like our healthcare system is horrible. You know, we've got obesity is at like an I mean an all time high. People are depressed, they're anxious, they're drinking more, they're smoking more. I mean, people are not in good shape, right? We've got a economic model that is horrible. It's not working. You know, people are getting richer and other people are getting poorer. Then we have a political system that's not working. And um, there's one more. I can't think of it. Economic, political, healthcare. Education. Another one. Education, thank you. That's the one I'm talking about, education. That's failing too, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you affect change in those? Like great change. How do you what was the question? How do you what? Create change in those? How would you, how would you affect great change in those systems? I guess destroy them first. You have what I see right now is mirrors being held up to society. A mirror. You know, and reflecting back to people and saying, look at this. This isn't working. You know, the education system, look, this isn't working. Right. You know, so so what I see is I think there's good people in, in the government. And I mean, again, too, like the whole thing is, to me, things have to make logical sense, right? I'm a very, like I said, I'm a very deep thinker. I I, I think things through. I try to make sense of them. And 
everybody, I mean, let's agree to this. Everybody wants what's best for their kids and their grandkids for future generations, right? Correct. You know, it may look a little bit different what that, that future looks like, but at the end of the day, we all want them to be happy and, and healthy and, and, and able to um, have a productive life, right? Yes. And it doesn't matter if you're or right or black or white, gay or straight, that doesn't matter. We want our future generations to, to, to have a productive place to, to be. Um, and we aren't going in that direction. We weren't going in that direction in 2019. So how do you fix systems? You blow them up. Right. But like these, these, like these evil players, you know, cause like, yeah, um, I, there is bad players in this, in this game. It is rigged. And I, I just believe the ones that control most of, most of the resources are, are bad people. So even if you destroy a system, how, how do you say that we're going to reinstate a, a better system when the people that are still running the systems can then just bring in a different type of, cause to me, it's all just programming, right? Cause they, they control the narrative. So if they can destroy things, they can build things up the, again new. And I think that's what's happening now where people are realizing, okay, things are messed up, but then we're also waiting for these same people that are telling us that things are wrong for the next, the next thing that we're going to do. So you, you're destroying institutions, but then again, who's going to build up the institution again? And I just think, like, forget evil and good people. We just have more lazy people. There's more lazy people out here that don't want to think for themselves, don't want to, like, have no type of logical uh, common sense. So they'd rather just take their, their kids to a school when this time should have showed you that you should be teaching your kids. But people don't want to do that. Well, especially in, like, like latino communities you know black communities we have a lot of these people that they're they don't want to deal with their kids they much rather send them off to the government to the to the public schools and have uh, eight hours of the day free to themselves and not worry about them not worry about actually teaching them and blaming the school if their kids are dumb blaming the the school if their kids are smart so if if the next money uh the next uh, i guess institution that has to do with money if the if the dollar does collapse Okay, who's who's not controlling the crypto? Who's not controlling the digital? Because, yeah, I get that we had to destroy these institutions, but at the same time, the, we got the people that are in power are the ones that are that are gonna make the moves and 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 make and convince us that this is the way. And they always bring up a different narrative and a different story to to start conditioning people to slowly start adapting their ways. And that's the sad part that people don't think for themselves. And how do you how do you convince people to think for themselves? That's where I'm at with it. But I don't think we can say people, a lot of people don't think for themselves, but some people do, right? And again, too, I don't think we need the best, I don't think we, change is not going to happen overnight. Like, we're not, not going to happen overnight. Correct. Like, people have to understand, it's not going to happen overnight. It's just, just like when I got sober, you know, like, like it was a day, at a, and that's why I keep saying that this, this reminds me, I had this feeling back in June of last year, I'm like, oh my God, we have hit rock bottom. Like, this is I was having all the same feelings that I was having when I got sober. And I'm like, what's going on? I didn't, I'm, I'm not drinking. And then I'm like, I'm also a very empathetic person, right? So I'm like, I'm feeling energies, right? Like, this is what it feels like when people are desperate and scared. Yeah. Right. And, and so like the conversations that I'm having in real life, you know, like, and, and, and I tend to try to have conversations in real life and I do not hold back. You know, I mean, I speak my truth to the point where the kids are like, can you please kind of tone it down? <sighs> You know, they're like, can you just not say all lives matter? And I'm like, nope. Um, <laughs> you know, but you have to be willing to do that. You know, like, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I, 
this taught me how strong I am, you know, because like even when it first began, I'm like, I'm not wearing masks. This is like after the first part got over, I'm like, this is insane. Right. You know, and I live in a place where like it was 99.5% compliance. I mean, I would see one person in a store that wasn't wearing a mask, you know, once in a while. I got kicked out of places that, you know, I was told that, that I was going to kill my parents. I mean, it was not an easy task to do, you know, but again, too, I believed in what I was doing. So it didn't matter what other people thought because that was one of the greatest gifts I got when I got sober is it doesn't matter what other people think. Right. Because the only thing I have to look at in the mirror every day is me, you know, so I have to do what I believe in, you know, and then, I mean, I had people calling me, asking me if I'd go to the grocery store with them so we could go not wearing a mask. And I mean, it's oh, like, wow. okay, you're, you're a grown-ass adult and you can't walk into a grocery store without a mask you know and that's that's where we've gotten to this yes it, it, it is a scary place we are in a scary place i'm not saying that we're not in a scary place we are but what i'm seeing now too is like i have uh, i sell real estate right and like some of the people are going to school board meetings they're speaking up you know in real life mm. not on twitter not on facebook and they're saying enough is enough you know, and people are going to pull their kids out of schools. It's going to happen. And that's why I think I think they're instituting another mask mandate. And I think they're going to do another lockdown. Because how do you make people change? You make them desperate. You know, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. you know, for me, like, that's what I say about my, my recovery journey. I didn't change out of inspiration. Mm. You know, when I got sober, I changed out of desperation. Wow. You know, I wish I could say I changed this year. I changed them out of inspiration. But a lot of that, but a lot of when that changes, that, that change you just talked about, that changes from desperation at that time, though, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, propaganda was still propaganda, but there wasn't a lot. There wasn't as much fear be, being put into you as there is now. People that are that are that are uh, scared right now and to change out of desperation. It's kind of hard right now when. They can't even grasp an idea of what's going on. I mean, back then when you stopped, I mean, it's, there's stuff going on, but it, you're still able, you're still quote unquote free. You still have a lot of your freedoms intact. And now, even with all that's happening, our freedoms are being taken away from us right in front of our face. And people don't want, don't agree with it, but they're complying. Everyone's complying. So, as much as I do, like, I'm still part of this collective, so I get, that's why I always say we, 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 but at the end of the day, I'm not part of this collective the same way, because I'm, I'm, I'm over here doing my own thing, I don't go to stores and with my mask on, I, I, I haven't got tested, I haven't even got COVID once, so I, I, if this was all about health too, because even that, like, if it was really that desperation, change your diet, I love how when you sat on your pod that you started walking more with your dad, and you started doing more of that, more exercises, just being outside more, dogs getting walked more for sure because i started walking my dogs more a lot but people are out here walking with mask on people are out here when they walk past you they lift their mask up their nose like it's it's it's, it's like the hope that i have for humanity like i love all of us. i love everyone that's why i do this and i pot and i and i speak my truth but why 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 should i care if they don't care if you don't care about the way you giving up your freedoms and your rights, then why should I care? And I feel like there's more of those people than there is people that do not agree with what's going on. And that's the sad part because what if they ostracized us or put us to the side? What if there's some type of way where our neighbors really start snitching on us and telling us, oh, you know, they're not vaccinated. So who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. But there's more of them than there is more of us, I feel like. You don't think yeah. so? 
Yes and no. I mean, yeah. So where I am in Minneapolis, it's 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 not good, right? Like I'm saying, it's not good. Well, hold but on, hold know, on. When you mean it's not good, what do you mean by it's not good? I mean, I'm saying again, people have a lot of fear. They're you know, you know, compliant, you know. But again, that's where that's where it's on us to have those hard conversations. You know, I was at a national night out the other night, and someone was saying that you know about the vaccine, and I said I'm I will never get the vaccine. You know, and she's like, well, well, you know, and, and saying, but what about these people? And I'm like, okay, but again. You take a risk to get into your car every single day. Correct. You get in your car to drive. That's a risk. You can die. So are you going to stop driving? No. No. You know, so, I mean, that's where we have to start having these conversations, and, and they're taking place more than we think. They are. You know, because- they are, but they also combat that with whatever the news says. So, yeah, you can say, like, well, they, they start saying things like, well, it's different. This is worse. This is airborne. You can walk outside and you can get it, da, 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 da. Like they, they sound just like the MSN. And that's the thing that scares me because you can apply the same the same logic that they're applying to the vaccines or however they feel about what's going on. If you apply it to a different situation like you did with cars, it don't click for them. They don't it, they don't care to make it make sense. They they're just still like, Well, the Fauci hasn't said that, so uh I'm gonna wear my mask still and get vaccinated because I I care about everyone's safe safety. It's just, and, 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 they weaponize virtuous you know i mean again too that was a whole you know i'm wearing my mask to make you safe and it's like no you're not you're wearing <laughs> your mask you know i mean like I, I i literally i for a couple like there was a couple places i had to wear a mask you know yeah. and so my parents live in a, a home like a active community for elder you know for older people it's right. like a co-op so I would wear it in there, you know, but I had a mesh mask, which is insane, right? Because it's like literally it was mesh, yeah, you know, yeah. so it does, you know, so again, that's all theater. But you got to remember, too. So, again, if, if my theory is correct that this was done to prevent, because, I mean, if, if 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 something would have happened with the electromagnetic field, millions of people could have died. And you have no idea. I mean, again, too, like the, they 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 know more about us than we know about ourselves, right? Through Facebook and Twitter and, you know, all that stuff. So again, I'm, I'm, yes, I can go down that path and say, I, the pandemic is going to be here in five years and it may be, you know, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't say that that's the answer, but you know, like, just like when I went through, I think I mentioned this on, on Conrad's, you know, when I went down the backs is going to kill people that almost took me out. You know, that's like, I do not want to live on an earth that's this evil, you know, because I really, for a while believed that the max is going to kill people, you yeah. know, I I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Again, I think people are getting sick and dying, but it's a change in the electromagnetic field. And I think that, you know, because there's just not that level. There is not that level of evil in this world. It, it's not. It does not exist. Is there? I mean, is there a level of stupidity? Absolutely, yes. There's a large level of stupidity. You know, but I do think. I think we're going to start to see the narrative change. I do. I hope I do. so. I, I hope so I because. That I mean, again, too, like, again, too, people keep saying, and this is what I, I have these conversations, and it's like I literally want to hit my head against a brick wall, you know, because I'll have these conversations and people will be like, because I'll say, I don't think COVID exists, you know, the way that it's being told to us. Yeah. And people are like, 600,000 or whatever the number is died, right? And I said, that's great. Not great. I don't mean that, <laughs> but that's a number, right? That's mm-hmm. the number that you're giving me. Yeah. That number means absolutely nothing that's to me. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you need to go back and you need to tell me how many people died in 2015, 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Now let's look at that number and look at excess death. Because that's the only number that matters. 
That's the only number that matters. You yeah. know, people die every year. When we're born, we die. Yeah. Those are two given facts. Mm-hmm. And so this stuff is going to start coming out, I believe, in the media. I mean, you're, you're, I can see the narrative being weak. I can. Maybe I'm incorrect, but I, I see it coming together. Again, too, you, we have to remember that, like, you know, Americans have guns. We have yes. a military. You know, we have a military. The people in charge are not the stupid. There's no possible way that the people in charge are the stupid. There's no way that that the military is the stupid to believe, like, to, to believe this narrative, right? Like, it's just not possible. That is not possible. So then there has to be something going on. My theory could be right or, or incorrect, but there is something else going on. Because we're not, I mean, those people have kids. Like, it's just not, it's, to go down that pessimistic route, I just, I, I cannot see it. You know, we, there's just too many smart people. Yeah, but those, pe- of- those people have power and money. So their kids and their grandchildren don't live the same reality that we live, that the people at the bottom live. I don't disagree with that, but I also have to say that, you know, I mean, too, this is, so like, like this Tony Robbins thing, and I'm actually taking it because I want to start when you were asked, what is my job? You know, I kind of want to get into some life coaching, you know, and to try to tell people, take your power back. Mm. You know, people want to change, but they don't want to change. Does that make sense? You know, people yes. say, I want to lose weight. But then it's like, okay, so you need to get up every morning. You need to work out. You need to eat less. Mm-hmm. You, this is how you change. If, yeah. if you don't, you know, I've been listening to David Goggins and Jordan. I mean, I've just been like filling my head with all this. And I'm like, it all makes, you know, I mean, again, too, like it makes so much sense and people can't grasp it everybody wants an easy button yes you know like that's the thing when I, I went to a wedding last weekend everyone's drunk you know i'm like no wonder we're in the position we're in you know everyone's getting intoxicated and just not dealing with life you know i talked to a guy this is a funny story because i've been having so many of these synchronicities right so my it was my cousin's kid that got married right and his wife her brother i know it's getting confusing but her brother worked for bill gates foundation wow bill and melinda gates foundation so him and i start talking and i'm telling him my theories mm-hmm. and this is a very educated very wealthy man right and he's like hmm interesting he's like i'm gonna have to sit on that one for a while you know but again too i don't think like there's a lot of wealthy people but i thought i i, I mean i know a lot of wealthy people and a lot of wealthy people are some of the most generous people i know yeah you know and again, too, it's not like we keep, you know, we keep saying that we're, you know, that we're oppressed in a sense. And, and yes, we have been. I'm not going to disagree with that. But there's also a thing that that you can become. We live in a in a in a world where you can become anything you want to be. Yes. So Especially in America. We have the internet. We have, you know, the capabilities that we have today. We're not around. You can start a business on the internet and be making money in a very short amount of time. Yes. You know, if that's what you want to do. You know, for me, money's never been like the, for me, success has never really equated to money, you know, but I did, I did well because I yeah. loved my job. I loved selling houses to people, yeah. you know, so I, I did well, but I also was able to go to every single one of my nieces and nephews soccer and hockey because I had built my life like that. Yeah. You know, and people, People are like, well, that's, you know, I, I have to work a nine to five job. And I'm like, but that's a choice. Yes. You know, yes. and people that that's one thing people have to start understanding that your choices affect your life. Yes. You know, and that's what like, again, when I got into all this stuff because I was going down this, 
I thought I was going nuts. Like literally I thought I was, I was losing my mind. I think a lot of us felt that way this year. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to tap like, out for a minute. I ain't gonna lie. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. I mean, I'm still not back to hundred percent, but I'm, I'm getting there. You know, I mean, well, I'll never go back to, we're never going back to 2019. It's never going to happen. Yeah. You know, what the normal is, is going to de- determine by us. Yes. You know, and I, like, like people say predictive programs, right? Well, there's a movie that I just saw coming out the other day and it talks about leaving the corporate world, you know, doing all this stuff, like, like taking control of your life, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what people have to understand is, is no, no one's going to save you. Yeah. No one's going to save you. I agree. So who's gonna who's gonna save you? You. You. You know, you're you're taking actions. You're you you're starting. You know, you started this. I, I have great respect for anyone right now that's out there doing work. Yeah. You know, trying to bring stuff to 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 the forefront because we're needed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're very needed in this in this time. And that's why I pride I pride my my platform to uh, just encourage people to look at this reality differently. Don't believe what I'm don't believe what I'm saying. Don't believe because, you know, I, I did start this podcast with the intentions that I had all the answers that I there was this. Is, I yo, this is it. You know, conspiracies. This is happening. This, 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 this. And it's been humbling just this whole past year. I've been doing this for a year. This this podcast for a year already. And the more I have guests on, the more I'm having conversations. I got into the conclusion that I don't have the answers and you'll never have the answers. And it's OK not to have the answers, but to just accept people. Uh, just accept people for who they are and if everyone lives different truths and wants to believe everything I think it's when people start getting obsessed with the truth that they're believing that it becomes uh, an issue when they want people to believe that it's this this way it's this way it's this way so so now I just tell people you know question just question reality question everything don't believe me don't believe the next person do your own research and, and even the research can be swayed a different way because it's, it's controlled opposition as well so just be very wary and go with your gut tells you you know, so yeah. that's what I really tell people now on this podcast, where it's just hopefully you guys start whatever is being presented to us, this reality that we think we live in, whatever we've been taught our whole life. It is not what it is. And, and we've been lied to for so long already. But it's so hard for people just to deprogram. And I understand it because people that are older, it's like, how, how can they go back on everything they once believed? You know, I can see that that ego get in the way of no, there's no way that I've been lied to. And this is the way it's been. And. Just, just question. Keep questioning. And and I think that's a very, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I mean, it, it 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 is mind bending. I mean, my mind was bent. I mean, my mind was absolutely bent. You yeah. know, and it got to the point where it's like I, and, and I've had this thing from when I was a kid where everything felt unreal, and I'm like, what is going on? You know, and then and then the older generation, like I said, you know, I've been walking with my dad every day. You know, he's eight. You know, his life is coming, you know, hopefully he's around for a while longer. He's in great health. You know, he's walking 10,000 steps a day. But wow, I do believe that that some of this stuff is going to start coming out, you know. And so, like, I, I told him some stuff, you know, he he thinks I'm nuts. But, like, just to understand that that what we see may not be what's going on. Exactly. But to bring a year old person and to start, you know, like trying to say, oh, this is, you know, I mean, I've said, you know, I've talked to him about 9-11. We've talked about certain things. You know, it's hard for him to comprehend and that's okay. Yes. And he doesn't have to. And again, too, like you said, I don't know the answers. Yeah. I don't know the answers. Wisdom is saying, I don't know the answers. You know, I, I, that's my thing my whole life. I'm trying to figure out what the meaning of life is, right? 
Like that's always been my question. Yeah. You know, and the only answer I can keep coming back to is it's love. Yes. You know, like love. And, and, and that's why, like for me, my life was really good before this because I, I live by that principle. Right. I absolutely, I breathe it. I, you know, I, I, I try to volunteer. I try to, you know, help all the kids. Like I just try to, and sometimes to an extent that I give too much of myself, Yeah. you know, where I have to bring it back in. But to me, that gives me great joy, you know? And yes. that's like, even during this time, I can have, I can have conversations with people. Like yesterday, I was at a friend's house for dinner. You know, we were talking about the vaccination. She's vaccinated. I'm not. We were able to t- talk just fine. Yeah. You know, she respects my right. I respect her right. Like, that's what we have to come to. Respect. You know? and, and respect. Yes, respect for, for people and for their decisions because they're a sovereign being. But I, I will be damned if I let this pull any of my relationships apart. I won't let it. If someone else does, that's on them. Yeah. You know, just because someone's making a different choice for me, that's what I keep saying, like back to the whole perspective thing, you know, they're making choices based on their beliefs. Correct. I have to respect that. Yes. It's their choice and it's their opinions, you know, and that's for me, that's the only way I've ever learned. That's the only way I've ever adapted to a different perspective is I, I hear something and it resonates with me and I'm, and then I think it through and I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I have perspective shift, you know? You have to. You have to respect yeah. what people want to do. You don't have to agree with their lifestyle and their decisions, but you got to respect it because the same way you want to do you, they can do them. It's just don't. Mm-hmm. the issue is when they try to force you or make you want to be the way they want to be. And even conspiracy people or even people in, this, in, this, in our lane, in our world, we, we mess up too by always trying to force these beliefs down people's throats. And it don't work like that. Like everyone's awakening happens differently that i feel like I, I said this quote i tweeted the other day where i said um people don't care about the truth until the lie affects them directly so as much as you try to wake someone up it's not their time to and maybe it'll never be their time but maybe during this during this pandemic a family member got covid die whatever and they started seeing the, the you know the the holes in the in the health system they started seeing the holes in the education system hopefully everyone's awakening happens different i've learned i've learned that that you can't you, you can't force it down people's throats until the lie affects them directly though they'll, they'll look into it and we have to respect that like that's the whole thing is like i can't i can't force, but i can be the, the it, and that's what it keeps coming back to because you know again going back to when i got sober one of the things that i learned you know very profoundly was the only thing i had control over was my actions and my reactions that's it that is it yeah, that's all I control over in this life. You know, that, you know, and that goes back to the everything is fake stuff. Like, yeah, I think a lot of things are fake. And when I when I don't mean that in a literal sense, but at the end of the day, the only thing that I do got control over is how I react to things and my emotions. That's the only thing that I really have control over. So I can. And that's why I started, that's why I thought I tapped out of all that stuff out of all the information. I finally was like, you know what? I'm done with all this because I'm in a dark place every time I wake up. I'm thinking the world's ending. I'm thinking everyone's dying. I can't believe people are doing this. And it was so bad for my vibration that I had to let go of that and finally start getting back into what I once enjoyed, the things that I love, the things that I that I enjoy doing, the things I have control over, which would be podcasting, do have making my studio, uh, doing what I want to do in my life, creating my inner matrix and not worrying about the outer matrix. Because for a long time, I was just worried about 
the world. And I'm so blessed that I can wake up and I can walk outside my door and it's peaceful. It ain't no bombs going off outside. There's no military at my corner. I can drive where I want to drive to. I can go to the beach, the forest, the mountains, wherever I want to go to. I can do that tomorrow, today, right now. And I and I had to flip my perspective on all this because that's so ugly to just have that be clouded with negative energy like that all the time. I had to did tap out. Ever, did you ever see the movie V for Vendetta? I haven't. Again, I, I've seen a couple movies this year. I saw The Truman Show, that, and, and, Matrix. and Matrix. I haven't seen Matrix either, so I felt you when you said that. I haven't seen it. So, so V for Vendetta, there's a scene in there where it's basically like she's she's put into a cell and, and fear, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I feel like. Yes. Like, that's what's happening right now. We're being forced you know, call it God, call it creator, call it whatever, you know, because I mean, like, I, I got really messed up this year. Like, I was sitting on my couch one day, and I'm like, where do thoughts come from? You know, like, that's the kind of shit that I, like, get really into. And I'm like, Where do thoughts come this- from? Yeah, yeah. That's a good there, one. Like, I'm like, I'm in a simulation. Mm-hmm. It's me against God, because there's no way any of this shit is real. There's just no way. Like, and, and if someone would have come to me that day, they would put me in a mental hospital, and they would have said, I- I'm certifiably not, right? Yeah. But, like, I go through this process and and I believe I was awake before but this is a whole nother level right this is that I've leveled up like this one's another one but again too they're the same like what you're saying is and 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 I listen I mean I can't tell you the amount of information I downloaded into my brain this year and trying to sort through all that stuff and not just I I didn't go conspiracy like you know that cabal and that stuff I I couldn't do it like the sex traffic I I can't do that that was so dark you know, but but so I was listening a lot to like Joe Dispenza and to you know Eckhart Tolle and to to some of the you know and and really what you're just saying there is what it comes down to gratitude. Gratitude, yeah. You know, because no matter how bad like, and, and I used to do that when I've always done that. You know, like when I'm riding my bike, my my legs work. I can go ride my bike. I should be grateful. Yeah. You know, there are people that can't ride a bike. I have a roof over my head. Be grateful. You know, I have food in my stomach. Be grateful. My parents are alive. Be grateful. Yeah. You know, it really comes down to all this other stuff is noise, you know, and that's where we really have to go within and to say, you know what, I, I can't change the world. I wish I could. I can't. Yes. Yes. You know, what I can change is me. Yes. And if I me, then I start to change the people oh. around me. Yes. You know, and it was really weird because, like, the whole God thing, like, I've always, I was brought up in the catholic church and same you know i i don't know where you know but for me again it's always in love i've always had that fear of death but you know at this point it's kind of like well who knows you know but so the other day i was down volunteering at this this church that i volunteer on sundays and this woman comes up to me she doesn't know me very well i've seen her and she's like i just i wanted to come up and tell you that you're one of the most special and unique people i've ever met i don't know her Mm. and then she says i have a message from god he's saying Stop being so hard on yourself. You need to have patience. Everything's going to work out. My jaw dropped. Because, yes, I'm a hard on myself. I, I, I don't. The patience thing is wearing thin. You know? And I'm realizing, yeah. okay. You know, so where did that come from? Why did she come up and say that to me? I needed that message. Yeah. You know? The Matrix. Know. The Matrix be Matrixing sometimes. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just is just the matrix you know yeah 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 and maybe everything that happens is kind of you know challenging us to level up because i mean again too, and, and and that's the whole thing like when you look at the consciousness level i don't know about you but for me 
when I'm going out, people seem friendlier now. People seem like, you know, I mean, people are craving human interaction. Yeah. You know, um, when this is all said and done, I think we, we emerge stronger. I think we emerge more united. And I think we emerge with more love. I do. Yeah. I, I, that's what I'm, that's what I really hope for. That's what I'm hoping for. And that's what I try to keep in my mind because I want to manifest those thoughts. But we'll just, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the timeline goes because, yeah, just people sometimes, you know, the, the dumb people just really make me lose hope. But it's all love, you know. Yeah. I love I love them all. I love them all. Well, I posted yesterday and I was like, you know, it was a lot easier when I didn't know how dumb people were. And I put that out there last night. And, you know, I mean, like, because I was having a rough day yesterday, you know. <laughs> and then it, it kind of feeds into today. So I was like looking forward forward to our conversation because i'm like you know and it's just constantly reevaluating getting your head in a better place you know and like i said before you know if your head is in a bad place if you're having a hard time one of the best things you can do is go serve people you know that was one of the things i learned when i got sober too is service to others will always get you out of your head yes. you know go find a shelter go find a, a child you know go find something you can do for other people it will get you out of it, your head yeah you know, because again, like I see our recovery, like, and I posted this a while back, you know, I, I went to AA for many years. I went back here recently just to keep my head straight. But AA is a community of like-minded people that are going through a thing that, that you know, almost killed us, mm-hmm. you know, and the conversations we have in their places, it's vulnerable. It's, it's, it's authentic. It's everything that we, we all should have. Right. Yeah. And the 12, the 12 steps are basically, you know, like you don't have control. You have control over yourself. Stop being a victim and start, you know, living your life. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of where we're gonna. That's where we're headed as a collective. You know, if you want to continue to be a victim, it is not gonna be fun for you in the next couple of years. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were talking. You actually talked about that on your pod that um your life changed when you you, t- you told you told a story where your brother told you like stop you know stop being the victim or stop being a crybaby or something like that and then you got you got offended and you you realize that yeah you if you always playing victim you're never gonna you're never gonna change you're never gonna try to do better because you're constantly pointing the finger at someone or something and when you point a finger at someone someone you're you're pointing back at you you're always the problem you know it's always you it always and that's the thing people are like well no it doesn't and i'm like but it does you know because bad things happen they do they do to everybody. We're all walking this this earth, and we're all you know damaged. But it's, but it's how you react to it. It's perspective too. Yep. Because it's bad things can happen to you, but you could also look at it from a point of view where it's just I needed to happen because I would have continued with this crazy lifestyle. It was like a little timeout. You know, I actually had um this year I actually had sciatica problems, and I've never had back problems my whole life, and to get injured and crippled to how I was in the beginning of the year um it was very humbling and I feel like it had to happen because it was like it was a lesson uh, teaching me basically to ask for help I'm very independent I'm very do things my way you know I've always if I want to eat something I'm gonna make it or go get something to eat if I wanted to do just whatever I've always been on my time and this and when this happened I couldn't even walk I couldn't get up I couldn't feed my dogs I couldn't shower and it really messed with my ego and messed with my head. I felt like a vegetable. I felt felt handicapped. I felt like I could not do anything. And the amount of love that I received during that time from everyone that was like, because th- no one really knew until I kind of got out of it. And I was 
telling people what happened. They're like, you should have hit me up. I would have been there. I would have done this. I would have done that. And I couldn't even tell someone, yo, can you come help me? Like with my dogs, at least, because I started breaking down when I couldn't even feed them. I looked at them and I couldn't, I couldn't even reach down to get their bowl to feed them. I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. I can't. And I just started crying, and it taught me like it's okay to ask for help, bro. And if the people say no, they say no, but don't be afraid to ask for the help. So it just been, yeah. it's just perspective. Because a lot of people could have looked at it like, oh, why is this happening to me? I never had accidents before, and da, 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 da. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be injured, be upset. And I, yeah, I'm human, so I have those emotions. But then you get to a point where you have to kind of step back and uh, analyze the situation and see why did this happen. And that's when you, you know, you look at it from a different perspective. And that's the whole thing. Like that's you know, people say you know, like you know, it, let's just say the pandemic goes away tomorrow. Everything's uh, like you, you. The only time you grow, the only time you grow, mm-hmm. is when you suffer. Hate to say it, it's true. It's when you what? I'm sorry. When you suffer. suffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will yeah. only grow through suffering. That's it. That's true. Because if everything's good, you don't grow. That's right? True. So when I got sober, I grew exponentially. Wow. This past year, whole nother level. You know? I mean, again, too, because I'm very much like you. I want to do everything by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went, to, I went into a really deep, dark depression, and and I had people like, like, what can I do? What can I do? You know? People reaching out, and it's like, there's really nothing you can do, but the fact that you're reaching out means something. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and that's why when, when I, I keep that's what I keep coming back to is this is a period of, of this is darkness. We will find light. Yes. Like we're going to get there. It's just it's it's just we have to have faith. Do you find it odd that all this happened last year, 2020? And if you're aware of like the, the, the 2030 agenda, the New World Order agenda. It plays, it, it plays, it's playing, you know, do you think it's playing its part right now? Because in 10 years, it's, it's really, it's enough time to switch us to this, this one world, everything. So do you think it's because of that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. A lot of these conspiracy stuff, I'm connecting the dots as much as I try not to believe them because I don't like putting that stuff in my head. It's hard to say that everything's going to be all love and light in a few years if they're already setting us up for another lockdown. A stronger variant, more doses. Like I don't, I don't know, Diana. I don't know. Let me ask you, because why? Like again, too. Like why do you believe that? Because I see it playing out. But wonder if that's just to instill more fear into the system to get us to change. I mean, I get you the whole one world thing. Like, I, I do believe, like I said, I do believe the economic system is going to come crashing down. Okay. There is a replace. There's a replacement in place. It is, it is playing out as we speak. Right. It's called XRP is what I believe. Oh, you, know, you, go- are, you going with Ripple? Yeah. Hey, I still got me some Ripple, too. <laughs> um, and again, Ripple, I mean, people get, they're afraid of crypto, right? They're very afraid of crypto. Because they don't understand it. And I say, do you understand fiat? You know, again, I've spent a lot of time researching Ripple and, and XRP and the people behind it and and everything. You know, there's a person that's in my city that, that's very prevalent on Twitter. I went and met with him. Um, you know, change is always going to be scary. Yes. Change is But, like, there's a lot of really good things that can come come out of blockchain. Again, it's who whose hands is it in? You know, and you have to you have to believe in something, right? Yeah. You have to believe in something. 
So it's my choice right now to believe in that and to believe that it's going to lead us. Because the people in the XRP community are very adamant about changing the world for the better. You know, again, if I get rich off of crypto, great. What am I going to do with that money? I'm going to help the world. That's all I want to do. I want to leave a legacy. If I can do that, great. You know? And so, like, again, too, like, I just don't, I, the conscious level is never going to go back. I mean, there's too many people out there. You know, when we went, like, I, I talk about this, when we went through the 2008 financial crisis, that was a wake-up call for humanity. We didn't wake up. We didn't wake up. We let them get away with We let the greed take place, right? That was on us. But there's a lot of kids from 2008 that saw their parents evicted. And it, it's just, it's not going to happen again. It can't. It, it cannot. I mean, if, if, if the economy crashes and everything is taken out, there will be people with pitchforks because people understand it a whole lot better now, right? Yeah. It can't happen. It can't happen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Even, even um, like, I remember at one point they were saying that we were going to have, like, a blackout or uh, they're gonna the the electricity is gonna go out and all this stuff. And in my head, I'm thinking, why would they do that? Like, why would they let that happen? If, if when that happens, they can't control us anymore. They need to have the TVs on, the phones on, and shit like that. They have to have all that going to keep us manipulated. But and this is a question too. I mean, to a certain extent, there has to be, you know. I mean, I I I'm, I lean more in order towards anarchy, but at the same time too, in anarchy, like there has to be some level of control to a certain extent you know i mean there's got to be something that that overlays you know right and and i don't think you know i i i go back and forth because again too i mean do i think that a lot of stuff is gross right now yeah yeah i do i do you know but again too it's up to us to change that if you want to change it go out and be the change you want to see because like there's people out there that are affecting great change you know i mean like again too like you look at like the and I, but Tony Robbins and, and David Goggins and, and Jordan Peterson and, and, and uh, there's all kinds of people out there that are all saying the same thing. Yeah. Take control of your life. Yeah. So this, I think that this is just, I think this is pushing us to say enough enough. And, and I, I do think they're pushing. I think it's, I think we're going to be very surprised. We'll have another conversation in, in, in a month or two months and, and things are going to be different. I guarantee you. Man, I hope, cause you know, I next just, year, next year is twenty twenty two. If you're looking at it from a numerology aspect, that that twenty two, either build or destroy. So, it's it, and that's what I mean when I when I think it's funny because a lot of the stuff that's happening aligns with the with the with astrology, right? And I don't know if they just if they just do it because they know about it and they're trying to manifest something, but you know, last year in Chinese astrology, it was the the rat year. So 2020 was the rat year. That's the first sign of the of the cycle when in the Chinese and the Chinese calendar, the rat is like the year of the of the reset. So for it to be that last year, that this year is the year of the ox. We're in the year of the ox. Now we see more control um, coming our way. We see just more, you know, the forces trying to, uh, you know, push this vaccine on us, push these mandates on us and things like that. Next year is the year of the tiger um, and it's 2022. So. It's just a lot of a lot of you know this year's a what six year two plus two is five plus six yeah it's a six no five year five yeah. year yeah so it's just five is a number of change and it, that's when it comes that's when it becomes funny to me because they're it's synchronizing with the with the with the sky clock so to me is 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 just like are y'all just trying to mock us manipulate us obviously they know certain things that not everyone knows so 
I it's just interesting, Dan. I don't I don't even know what I'm saying or what to say because I just I get what you're saying and I'm with you and I and but I'm also just trying to play the you know the um the devil's advocate and I'm just trying to say like I don't see it. I don't see all this ending soon. I had a conversation with someone yesterday. I, I potted with someone yesterday and they thought they think um that by 2025 we're gonna have the SARS like the SARS variant start it's like that's gonna be the narrative now we're gonna continue on. So I'm just like I don't know, but I can see them if they already have us right now under this pandemic where they can say lockdown because whatever and then everything locks down again or this happens because we're still under the pandemic. I can see them rolling out anything, but at the same time, I'm you know I'm just waiting for them to not declare us a pandemic anymore. Open everything back up. Let's start traveling and stuff like that. But who knows? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And it's, I don't this like. Will never, this will never happen again. People will never stand for it again. So how long do you think it'll happen? That's what I'm saying. I. I. That's what I'm saying. I. Again, I think that people, people are waking up at an exponential rate. And again, too. I mean, at the, like my whole thing is like, where do thoughts come from? Right? Where do they come from? Do they come from God? Maybe they do. And if they do, then isn't it just us all like? playing out this like intricate play like all the world's a stage and we're but merely players you know and right now it's just this is just part of the play like like again it, it, it's it's kind of phoenix rising there we go back to that I, when you said that i i had no idea why i chose that name no idea and then i chose a quote that says you know one day the world is is as you know it and the next day it's something completely different no idea why i chose that and like look at what's playing out you know we will emerge from this, you know. We will. We will. You know, but, but, but it's gonna look. Different. It's gonna look different for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. 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 I, I, I think I'm on the right path because, for me, like I said, you know, this past year has really forced me to go inside again and look and say, you know, what really is important. What you know, like I've been wanting to like get in shape, and you know, I've always wanted to be a bodybuilder, and like can get back and start lifting. Like, like you, you time you. You only have so much time, right? So do what you want to do. Right. And like stop, like live in the moment. Yeah. Because like we can all drive ourselves crazy thinking, like I I know I I did I did I, I do sometimes. Yeah. Drive myself crazy thinking about what will happen, but that takes me away from from the present. Yeah. You know. I think we we focus so much on what happened in the past and what's to come in the future that we forget to live in the present in the now. And when when you say that when I got out of treatment, because like, um, you know, when you're, when you're drinking, you're, you're not in the present moment at all. You know, you're thinking about when you drink or when you're going to drink, you know? And I remember when I got out and my brother, we were at a concert and he's like, there's just something different about you. And I was like, well, he's like, it just seems like you're more present, mm. you know? And that was true, you know? And, and that's what I got out of this past year because I was trying to figure everything out. And that's where I'm slowly coming back to is just being in the present moment and enjoying those moments, you know, like with my dad, you know, I, I calculated, we've walked over a million steps during this pandemic. Wow. That's you know, beautiful. Yeah. That's a gift. That's a gift. Man. I agree. I agree. I'm hoping for the better too. You know, like I said, I'm just playing the other side of it because I don't like it. To, like I said, even in the beginning of the, when we started, uh, I, COVID doesn't exist in my world, unfortunately. I'm no. sad if that sounds insensitive to some people, but it it doesn't. I haven't lost. My family hasn't gotten COVID. No one has gotten it. No. My my grandma's 80. She don't care about no mask. She don't care about no vax. Like, it's I'm blessed to, to also you know when I'm when I have I have friends. I didn't none of my relationship with my friends got affected. 
None of the relationships yeah. with my family got affected. So I'm very blessed when it comes to that. But in my world, it, the only time COVID exists is when I go to work because we're for, we have to wear masks now. That's the only yeah. time that it exists. And even then, I'm blessed that I work. That I'm a I'm a morning stalker, so I don't even I don't even have to engage with the with the customers. So by the time we open, I'm out. So I don't even have to wear a mask like that. So, but to other people, they it's hard it's hard to tell them that because, well, so what do you say about my mom that you know my grandma that got it and passed away or my uncle that got it and passed away and is it's, it's unfortunate because I don't know how to answer stuff like that. I mean. Is it, it's so insensitive to be like, well, were they older? Were they sick? Were they already dealing with health issues? Because they don't want to hear none of that. Right now, it's just COVID. COVID, 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 COVID. Everything COVID. So, yeah, it don't exist in my in my world. And 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 I'm sorry, you know, to the people that... Because then you got all these variants coming out. You got the Delta. You got the Lambda. It's like wheat, it's like wheat strains now. You know, they got all these different type of strains. And it's like, I, I haven't even gotten the first one. I hadn't even, I hadn't even been tested. Not once. Been, no way they're sticking that thing up my nose. There's no, my, 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 my aunt who's 84 got COVID and my cousin was at the hospital. I'm like, don't you dare tell them I was with her because I'm not coming in to get tested. You know, <laughs> that's the thing. But like, that's what I look at. 2020 is the year that nothing changed and everything changed. Yeah. And I honestly, yeah. I learned to live during that time. I was traveling more. I was out and about. I was trying to actually be the example and show people and not even really talk about covid but just post my stories post this post that and show people that i'm out and about traveling because then i know deep inside they're kind of like yo chris really out here just going to miami going to south carolina like he's just traveling out here like, they, he don't care like he's not getting sick and obviously like i've always i've been health conscious like being like the the whole eating or the food rabbit hole was like my first rabbit hole that i ever got into like that's like that's what woke <laughs> me up to a lot of things, a lot of the the conspiracies. So I've been health conscious, you know, I've been I've been about what I put into my body. So that's already been for the last five, four years. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I was just I, I was getting ready. So when this all this happened, my body wasn't too uh, it didn't take the covid. I didn't get covid. I just kept traveling. I've been on planes. I've been everywhere with people shaking hands, hugging. I never stopped doing what I was doing. So in my head, I was doing it. It's funny because when I first started doing all that and posting it, it was more so to like um to show off to people like, ha ha, y'all yeah. at home, but I'm outside doing my thing. Da, 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 da. And then it gets to a point where it's just like I start thinking about it like, nah, like, if anything, this should be trying to this should be learning, not learning, but taking from what I'm posting and, and seeing that I'm still living my life. And I haven't stopped living because of someone of these TVs and these screens scaring me like I'm going to c- continue to do what I what I want to do. I was in New Year's. I was in Miami for the New Year's. I was I was having fun. I was having a blast while everyone was, oh well, that's that's the heat. That's the spike of the COVID during the holidays when everybody was meeting up with each other. Like man, get out of here. I don't I don't buy into none of that. Same same here. I mean, and 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 that's the thing is, people, you can't hide the truth, right? Yeah. You can't. So again, too, in the whole mask thing, like I I still think masks and vaccines are theater again good or bad you know that will be debated down the road but when you when you wear it's, it's an actual fact that when people wear a mask you know when you see masks you go into a trance state people are <laughs> like they like they're literally asleep right now like yeah. when they wake up when they wake up and they realize you know i mean again too that, that that's going to be some hard lessons for people like if you if you have your kid in a mask you know like that's not okay you know yeah. if you like there's going to be some hard truths wait when people wake up 
And then they're going to have to face that. And then they're going to grow from that. You know, and that's why I say it's, it's just going to be, we are waking up. We are waking up. And it, it, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's, it's but, but I, I really do believe it's all going to be okay. Like yeah. better than okay. Yeah. But it's been hard. It's been hard for a lot of us. <laughs> for not for the ones that think it's just COVID. They're just like, ah, you know, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but I think it's just, yeah, it's just coming back to being grateful for what we have, you know, and just knowing that that every storm ends. Every single storm has an ending point. For sure, for sure, for sure. I just yeah. hope that's I just I just want it to and be then, a short storm. And then we get to start working about talking about how the world that we want to live in is gonna look like. Yes. You know, and that's gonna be the exciting part. I'm excited. Shit. Right, we'll, we'll see. Um. So you you started you started a new podcast. We started your podcast yep. on the A eight on the Lionsgate portal. Um, it's called uh, Love Your Mojo. Your Mojo, yeah. Uh, can you explain to us where the title came from and why now? Why start it now? You know, it's funny. Well, it's it's just weird because uh, my my company here in in. In Minneapolis, where I work, I've had a company for 23 years called Twin Cities Mojo. Mm. And I've, I've always like, Mojo, it means magic, you know? Yeah. And so we're trying to figure out a name for um, my podcast and, and what will eventually be probably, I, I want to make it into a something big, you know, not just a podcast, but go into like life coaching, like I said, and, and to do some other stuff with it. I was just thinking, and love your mojo. I'm like, I like that. I pulled it up on GoDaddy. It was available. I'm like, boom, that's it. You know, so I, I like it because it's like love your magic. We're all magical. Yeah. You know, we we just have to learn how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do you what do you expect to not gain, but um, what do you expect to do with your podcast? Like, like you said, just life coaching stuff, help people out, or spread the truth, or spread. You want to do a guest base? You, you expect this to go solo and just? Cause I like your inaugural episode. I I really like that you kind of set the the preface to to yourself and your life and you know your upbringing your history how you got into what you got into and so I, I liked it that was a great first introduction episode to you know to get to know you that you've yeah. finally started to make put a voice behind the account and a face behind the account so what do you kind of expect to um you know no, do with this with the, the podcast i want to have people on and and instead of talking about you know, I, I think a lot of you guys did a great job. You know, I mean, there's so many good good podcasts out there right now that have have brought us through this year and have kept us sane. You know, and and there's a lot of you guys out there that that picked up in the beginning and did it, and kudos to you for that. But for me, it's more like I want to talk to people about you know what their life was, what what's changing, where they see themselves going. You know, like yeah. kind of future directed kind of thing, like how you got to where you're going and where you see yourself going, because. Because we are going to change this world. We're yeah, yeah, going to yeah. change this world. You know, uh, so kind of more like that with a podcast. And then the life coaching thing is going to be separate. It's going to be, I'm doing a thing, like I said, with Tony Robbins, that I'm going to focus on that. People have always told me I'd want, I should be a therapist, but I, I don't want to go to school. and do, I, I've got enough knowledge that I think I can yeah. you know, take that kind of build from that. So, yeah, so yeah, that's kind of the next, you know, I've got one, one, one more in school and she's graduating this year. So you know, we'll have a busy year this year, but I'll be working on this too. And I sell real estate so I can do it. You know, like I said, I, my life is pretty flexible. Yeah. Built up. Yeah. Well, earlier when you said that, uh, money, money doesn't really define your success, but it's sad. It's sad, but money is a form of freedom in, in this, in this video game. And if you have money, you have, 
power and if you have power you have freedom and you kind of dictate you know what's going to happen with you and that's i think that when i said earlier about a lot of these people that are wealthy in our position of power or just have a lot of money their realities is different than than you know the people that don't got money they can definitely avoid a lot of these these new norm these new norms that are going to start coming up you can you're, you're able to, to have your kids over here be able to, to do, do this maybe find some type of fake way to have a vaccine proof or you know, there's so many ways to go around. There's so many loopholes once you got money and power. So I applaud you for, you know, creating that power for yourself, for sure. Yeah. And it's a bill. I mean, again, too, like I said, the Internet is a great equalizer. It really is. It you is. Know, people out there and they can do stuff and you can be, you know, again, that's the thing. Like anybody that has a phone and, and, and a connection, you can you can go out there and start creating, you know, and yeah, it's yeah. just, again. It's self-limiting beliefs, you know, and things are going to change. I mean, there is, I mean, part of the 2030 agenda, like what you're talking about, some of that, yes. I mean, we're going to have less service jobs. We're going to, but again, too, then it gives people the opportunity to be who they want to be, you know? Yeah, I agree. I don't know that, you know, I mean, to be working at, at, at you know, Taco Bell at, at 40, but like, that's not, no. <laughs> Everyone's pretty, everybody's got a gift to give the world. They just have to find it. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. And it takes time. It takes time and consistency too, though. Like, I know my mm-hmm. gift. I know what I'm here to do. And Because I've, I've been, I started potting before I got into this lane. I've been potting since 2017. And, and I found that I love to do it. I love showing, this is, this is the way I show love to people. You know, I, mm-hmm. my older podcast, it was more so, like in person based. So I had I had people pulling up to my studio, doing things here, meeting them. I you know I end up I found a new barber because of podcasting. I found new just everybody, like everything that I'm into that I brought I brought them all together here. And that that was my like it was my passion. Like people always tell me, Chris, you're always up on everything. You you find everything out first and things like that. I'm like, yeah, and I, I really do. And I, for, for a long time. I keep it to myself because I want to enjoy it before I share it with the world. But when I put them on the pod, when I share it with the world, it's like, okay, you guys can have fun with it now. Yeah, I, can, I had my fun with it. But this is what I want to do. This is my passion. But it's going to yeah. take time, especially building a platform. It's going to take time. You can't, especially if you're not coming from a radio show, if you're not coming from a, you're getting co-signed from someone. This, what, what I'm trying to do is going to take a lot of time and effort and, and um, consistency. You can't, it's not going to happen overnight. This platform is not going to happen overnight. But like you were saying, you do have the internet, and you do like you can get into drop shipping. You can get into um, buying vintage clothes and selling that. You can get into a lot of things now because the internet does give you access to. You can start a juice company. You can start juicing, putting them on Instagram, selling it. So I, I I do get it, but I think it's just depending what your dream is, it might take a little longer to get to the money because there's no money in podcasting. You have to kind of create yeah. the audience. And then you could probably start selling things to them. But if you're not getting no advertisements, you're not getting no money off, off talking. So it just, yeah. it takes time. But that's what he said. But the, the main thing is you're passionate about it. Yes. Because if you follow your passion, the money will come. Yes. Yes. And I know I'm still sued. It's only four years I've been doing this, but. Conspiracy was the first one that kind of I I it got it, it moved faster than my other pod like just because of the times I guess it just started it started the ball started rolling even quicker and it's, and it's, it's been it's been able to keep me afloat my other brand my the overall network is overly blunt network but Conspiracy is under that network my overly blunt podcast is under that network so because of Conspiracy it's, it's been able to keep me afloat and keep my name amongst amongst this this podcasting world and now it's just about balance i know earlier we were talking about just getting consumed so much by this information that it got to a point where i i was getting uninspired to do this pod 
I was getting mm-hmm. uninspired because I felt like I was having the same conversations with people every episode, just in different words and different ways. And I felt like I was saying the same thing every episode. So I finally yeah. had to, um, I had to, I had to bring back, I have to bring back my other pod because my other pod was more about pop culture about, you know, and I want to talk to the normies. I want to talk to the regular people. I, I, I like to be in every demographic. So I had to bring that one back to keep this balance and of cons- conspiracy stuff and truth stuff and this world going crazy with just what's happening in entertainment, you know, it's the, yeah. the regular stuff. It's a balance for real. And we're not that different from the normies. I mean, it's, you know, at the end of the day, we all, like I said, we all want the same things, yeah. you know? So we just, we just have to get there together, you know, yeah. and we will. So. Yeah. We're going to move. It's just been, it's been a rough time, but I, I mean, again, too, like, if you look back at, at the beginning of 2020, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, none of us, none of us can deny that this 2020 will have, will impact our lives forever. Right? Yeah. I mean, 2020 will never be forgotten. And you know, all, yeah, question, it definitely won't. The question is, is what do you do and what do you take from it? Yeah. You know, and like what you're saying, you've went, I mean, it's been, it's been a journey for all of us, right? Yeah. And you're doing, you're doing something. Yeah. And so, to you for that you know yeah, we're yeah. all we're doing something yeah we're not just sitting around scared of of the covid oh no no never that never that <laughs> never that never scared to the no. point where i'm gonna get a a, a vax for sure not <laughs> it's no, funny because I, I joke with people you know cause i i do i work when they ask me oh you got your vax i'm like yep i got a big vax and I, and I I just I stay lying about little shit like that. And I would tell people I just jokingly tell people like, yeah, I'm, the only way I'm getting vaccinated is if Drake if Drake goes on concert and goes in concert and tour. <laughs> and they look and they look at me with this with this face like that's the only way you're gonna get vaccinated. And it's just like you guys are really that dumb too though. Like you're gonna believe that lie. I'm like whatever. I just have fun with I it now. I started telling people I got five shots, and they're like, what? And I'm like two Pfizer, two Moderna, and one Johnson Johnson. I'm like you never. <laughs> It's like you can never be too safe. And they're like, and literally people will be like, you can really do that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I've, yo, I definitely use sarcasm with people too. And then I, I can see the their brain starting to think like, huh? You know, they're like, what, what do you what do you mean? You can do that? Really? Like I, <laughs> like, I, yeah. I walk, by, I walk by people at work and I'm like, bro, put your mask on. And they're like, and they're like, where's your mask on? And I was like, bro, I'm vaxxed. And they're like, are you really? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, why would you do that? Like, I wouldn't expect you to do that, especially everything you say. And I'm like, because I care about everybody's safety and I want everybody to be to be well. <laughs> sarcasm, I, 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 the sarcasm is one of my best features, to be honest. You know, people will be like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. You know, they're like, no. like do I lie? Yeah. But I mean, I always tell people, but it's like, seriously, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. really? You know, no. Yeah. I mean, that- no. Later yeah, on, that, no. that same coworker comes up to me. He's like, bro, are you really vaccinated? I'm like, no, bro, I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm sorry I made you believe that. But the first time that I used Arcat or that I lied, like, that was, um, I was at, I was at Target. And yeah. I started seeing a few people, like, without a mask on. I have mine on, obviously, under my nose and all that. I don't even wear it the right way. But I started seeing, I saw a few people, like, a handful of people in there without a mask. And I'm, I'm like, yo, we don't have to wear a mask no more because, shit, I'll take this off right now. So I asked an employee, uh, I'm like, hey, I mean, our ma- we still have to wear masks? And she's like, well, if you have the shot, you don't have to. And I'm like, oh, yeah, big vax. And I just took, the- <laughs> I took, it, off right in- I took it off right in front of her. And she looked at me like, yeah, right. But at the same time, they're flipping that, that narrative to where, 
all these people like you that are lying and saying you're vaccinated, but you're not. And that's why we're not going back to normal and things aren't opening up. You can't win. You can't win. Back when the mask mandate was in place, like literally I'd go into Target and they'd be like, you need to wear a mask. And I'd just say no. And I'd keep walking. Yeah. And like, honestly, they just didn't. It was never enforced. Like it was never. I guess the Menards. Yes. Like I kicked out of there a couple times, but like, yeah, it, you know, whatever. And the Vax is not going to be enforced. It's a little freaking paper cart. I mean, come on. Like that's the whole thing. Like they're using fear, but it's not, it's not rational fear if you think about it. Right. Yeah. It's just not, you know, people are like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And I'm going to stop it. You know, you're an adult, do what you want to do. Like, that's really what it comes down to be an adult, do what you want to do. And yeah. if we all just start doing that, we're going to, we're going to move in a much faster direction. So we got to take our power back. Like you said, yeah. it's time to take, take our power back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Take one thing for this podcast. Take your power back. <laughs> exactly. Take your power back. Stop being manipulated by your screens. Not even just the news, your screens. Stop making the yeah. screens create your reality because everyone's yeah. rea- perception of reality comes from a screen and we have to stop yeah. paying attention to the screens and take back your sovereign power for sure. Yes. I, I appreciate agree. you. I appreciate you, Diana. Thank you so much for joining me Absolutely. today. Thank a- you for having me. It was a pleasure to get to know you and talk to you in person. This is a t- this is like the second podcast you do, huh? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see where you know where you, where your podcast go or where you take your podcast to, and when you, when you start, you know, just dropping it. You dropping every week, or you don't know yet. You haven't. Let's see. Yeah, Let's I'll see. get one another one going here soon. Yeah, there's a couple. Of, I'm gonna have you on. I'll have some other people, and yeah, for sure. For we'll, sure. We'll uh, you know. Well, yeah, I'm excited to see what you have in store. Shout out to you. Thank you for your amazing tweets and your positive tweets for the most part because I like reading certain people's like, uh, tweets just because I don't tweet like that or I'm not tweeting the things. I don't care no more, so I'm not really bringing light to a lot of things. Um, but I appreciate you you know, with those positive tweets that I can retweet and hopefully it hits someone else's timeline and they're able to dissect it and maybe look at things a different way for sure. Absolutely. Well, have a great day, Diana, and thank you so much again. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Chris. Bye. All right. Bye. Yes, sir. That was Rising Phoenix, also known as Diana. Man, yeah, take back your power, guys. Take back your power. Stop being – I keep telling you guys this every episode, but stop letting the, the, the news dictate your life and your next move. Be your own person. We're sovereign beings. Like, I understand if they shut down the airports. Yeah, there's not much we can do when it comes to that. You can you can try to do what you want to do. But, yeah, certain resources we don't have control of. But shout out to you. We have a well in your in your yard, you know, getting water from the from the actual earth because they can't stop that. Shout out to you. If you know how to create electricity or free free energy because they can't control that. Um, but yeah, take back your sovereign power, take back your power when it comes to, um, everything going on. There's no need for us to be scared. Don't be scared, guys. Don't be scared. Why be scared? Why? Why would you, why are you going to be scared? For what? For what? And if you lost someone during these times, it's very unfortunate. And I don't mean it. And I don't say this in to be insensitive or to say I don't give a fuck about your the whoever died in your family, but 
just have to be wary of what's going on, man. Did that person have health issues? Did they have, were they weak? Were they obese? I, whatever, you know, it's just, there's so many factors I can play into the death. And yes, there is something in the air. I don't think the virus is fake, but I do, I, I know this pandemic is fake. The virus could definitely be real, but this whole pand- this whole agenda is definitely fake. There was no need to shut things down. There was no need to stop everyone from doing what they're doing. If you if if you were sick, stay home. Stay home. But the fact they convinced us to believe that there was really some airborne shit just going around that was just going into people and they getting sick, ah, that's kinda that's that's too movie-ish for me. And that's the thing with predictive programming. That's why when all this shit was going down, people were like, yo, you seen this one that happened in this movie? Do you remember when this happened in this movie? Do you remember that movie and this one and this? This is the same thing that happened in this movie and this movie and this. It's, yeah, it's predictive programming. It's predictive programming because now you have that fear in your head. You start thinking about the movie, what happens in the movie. I don't want to live my life like that. You guys can choose to live your life like that, but I don't want to live my life like that. I've reclaimed my power as much as, as, much as I can. I'm not scared to die. Do I want to die? No. I'd be lying if I said I want to die. I don't. But I'm not scared to die. Because when you're scared to die, you're not living. You're not living. Now, there's certain shit that I'm scared of for sure. Like, I ain't bungee jumping. I ain't skydiving. None of that shit. Not because I'm scared to die. It's just because I don't fuck with that falling. And nah, I'm good. I'm just good. Just, just that. I'm, but I'm not scared to die. I'm not scared to die. Because I drive every day. I get in a car for the most part every day. Um, but yeah, take back your powers, guys, for real. It's really important that we start understanding that, that no one can control us and no one can make us do anything we don't want to do. Not once has the government said it's mandatory to go get vaccines because they're not going to do that. They're going to have their, their players, the dirty, they're going to have their corporations do the dirty work and corporate. It's weird. It's, it's fascism. Basically, man, corporations run this shit. Corporations are the government. So if a, corp- if a corporation tells you you can't come in here without a vaccine, they have every right to do that. You don't have to go into that that place. And if you want to get in so bad, if you're trying to get into that, 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 that building so bad, then go get your fucking vax then and do what they say. Because these, all, a lot of these companies, these private, cor- these private corporations, they can do whatever the fuck they want. This is their corporation. It's like when people it's like when people talk about censorship on the internet, right? I'm I'm all for freedom of speech. I'm all for saying what you want to say. But when you upload your shit on YouTube, that ain't your home. You don't own YouTube. You don't own Twitter, you don't own Instagram, you don't own any of this shit. That's why it, it's so funny to me when people say oh, censorship and we can't allow Instagram to do this or I'm gonna sue YouTube for taking down my videos and blah 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 blah. They can. It's their house. It's their house. If someone came into my home trying to do what they want to do here, it ain't going to fly. I'm going to tell them, get the fuck out. Or block. That's the that's equivalent to getting blocked, getting censored. You can't expect to come into these, in, into these platforms and, and say what you want to say. You can say what you want to say, but if you get kicked out, if you get censored, it is what it is. That's that's the game. That's the game that's being played, guys. I'm sorry. That's just the that's just what it is. That's just what it is. Stop getting upset. 
It's like when it comes to like these institutions and works and all this shit. If my job told me, yo, y'all can't come back tomorrow without a vaccine. First of all, I'm going to show up because y'all going to have to fire me. I'm not going to quit. And second of all, oh, if I if I was so upset, if I was so mad, it's just like you don't have to work there, bro. But because I want them to follow my beliefs, I'm getting upset. And it's no. Create your own job. Create your own company. It doesn't take time. You may not let you may never be at a level as a Walmart or a Target. I probably not because these motherfuckers have monopolized a lot of shit. So I get it. But you don't have to do what you don't want to do. And as much as I think that we might be in a situ- in a position where we're gonna have these concentration camps that might have unvaccinated people in there, I, that is just all probably might be a fear point too. Nothing may even change like when it comes to that type of shit. Eventually, we might get to a point where people just don't give a fuck if you vax or not. Just like with everything else, like the flu shot, never that the flu shot situation has never been a big problem. I've never got my flu shots, but I never had people telling me you should you should get your flu shot to do your part. You should go get your tetanus shot to do your part. You should go get this shot to do your part. Or you're not a baby with vaccines. Or we can't fuck with you. Or you were born with no vaccines your whole life. Or we can't. No, it's never been like that. So who knows if we'll get to a point where um, where people just don't care no more about asking if you're vac- vaccinated or not. And if, they, and if you still want to go get vaccinated, cool, go do your thing. But I just think we got to take back our power. And if you don't want to do something, you don't have to do it. But if you still want to attend these same people's institutions and their and their workspaces and all that shit, you're going to have to pick a side, bro. You're going to have to decide what you want to do. As much as you're mad, you have a good job, a good high-paying job, and you don't want to let go of it. But if they're telling you to go get vac- vaccinated, then it comes down to like what you really what you believe in more. What you what you for more? You, you for the bag or you for the vax? I mean, you for the you for the bag, or you for your freedom, your power, regaining your power back. And let's and let's try to regain our power back from every type of area. Like, yes, I work, I work a job, I have an employer, I'm about to start working a second job, and in my head, it's fucking with me because it's like, how am I gonna start another? How am I gonna go clock into another job now too? Just because I need some funds. But I have a fucking platform. I can start selling shit to you guys. I can start conspiracy shirts on sale. Actually, hit me up. I can I have a lot of information and I have a lot of knowledge and, re- and, and resources to really create something and re- reclaim that power for myself. But yet, I take the easy route out and I go get W-2 jobs and clocking in type shit. Like, I have to re- you have to reclaim your power back. Even when it comes to your your workspace, your your education, your freedom, your um, just, just every 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 field, you have to reclaim your power back, guys. So if you didn't take anything from this episode besides Diana's amazing viewpoints, then you should take this from the whole pod. Reclaim your sovereign power and stop letting this fucking government tell you what to do. And on that note, I will see y'all next week. I'm out of here. Chris Piercy. Okay.